Welcome to the She Lives Fearless podcast. This is Holly Newton, and I am your host. The mission and vision of She Lives Fearless is to encourage and equip you to pursue God fiercely and to live life fearless. You know, when we take time to rest in the Lord and to receive His promises, we can rise up in our everyday circumstances with confidence, with boldness, with courage, strength, and without fear because we know the one who we can depend on and who gives us strength. All of our conversations here on the podcast are geared to doing just that, encouraging you and equipping you in the promises and truths of God. Thank you for tuning in. Let's jump into today's episode. I am thrilled today to have on Meredith Bernard as my guest. On Instagram, you may know her as This Farm Wife. Meredith, welcome. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Well, it is an honor to have you. I love your content. You are hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) You are down to earth. And inspiring. And you love the Lord. Um, Just a great package all around. I'd love to begin with you sharing with our audience a little bit about yourself. Sure. So um, I live and live and work now on a farm, a beef, we call it a beef cattle farm, depending on where you are in the country. I guess some people would call it a ranch, but whatever. We farm slash ranch, whatever you want to call it, beef cows, and we have a few horses, and we have too many dogs, and we have some pet sheep now, and we do some crops, corn and hay, and um, anyway, with my husband, Lawrence, and our two children, Austin, Austin is a girl, she will make sure... (laughs) She, she sometimes she gets confused because she's a she's my little tomboy she's always got a hat on and I gave her what she says is a girl name uh there's a funny story there anyway but it's my mother's maiden name so Austin Grace and then our son Wesley Robert and he is let's see I keep forgetting how old my kids are they have to actually tell me how old I am because I can never remember but uh Austin's 11 and he is 13 almost 14 so we live and work here on our farm in Milton, North Carolina, little tiny dot on the map in the north central part of North Carolina, right? A stone's throw from Virginia, literally can throw a stone into Virginia. So we're right here on the line. And um, Meredith, how did you become a farm wife? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> I was not I was not raised on a farm, so I was never a farmer's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> or the farm, the farm, anything. Um, and I never ever saw myself here doing this, but this is where we're at. So I, um, I met my husband and he, I, well, I was in sales. I was in feed sales. So I sold horse and cattle feed. So I, I had a degree in animal science. So I went to college for that, which was ag related, but, um, I, I never, I never saw myself actually being on the farm, but one thing led to another and that's what I became. And when I did, um, so like I said, I was in sales for 10 years out of, out of college and I loved my job. And so many people I would meet were like, you have the perfect job. And I did have an amazing job. (laughs) It was something different every day. I loved being on the road. I loved, you know, working with farmers and horse people and cattlemen and 4-Hers and like 
uh, our stores and doing nutrition seminars and educational training. And I just got to do something different every day. And I got to travel and see a lot of the state. Well, actually, I worked to parts of three states, but mostly North Carolina. And um, and then as it happened, you know, it was it was the perfect job until it wasn't the perfect job. <laughs> and that kind of came about when we had, after having our two children and my husband works the farm by himself, there's no hired help. I say, I'm the hired help. That's free, right? <laughs> so, um he was here by himself working and having to try to shuffle kids here and there with the babysitter. And when it came time for them to start school, I really, I, I was a public school kid. I was raised in public school. I grew up outside of Raleigh, Wake County. I mean, really great, great place to live. Great place to be raised. Um, great family. And, uh, so I never dreamed that I would even consider anything different, but as it is, I, we both came to the decision that we really wanted to homeschool our children based on, a, I mean, a lot of different things as far as where we live and just the opportunities that I felt like would be better for them. We felt like would be better for them to try to homeschool them. And so that was a whole different different road. And that was going to mean quitting my job. And that was a very scary thing. So for two years, because I was the breadwinner, my husband farms farming, if you know anything about farming or have any relation to it, it's, um, it's my husband likes to say that we're, we're making, <laughs> we're making a life, not a living. I just put that on a t-shirt actually. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's a hard, it's a hard way to actually make money per se for some people. I'm not saying some people don't do very well, but it is, um, it's tough. It's tough to turn a profit. It's tough to keep things kind of even going, especially yeah, I can imagine with input costs the way they are. So, um, I had the benefits, you know, I had, I had a good steady salary. <laughs> I had the insurance. That was a big deal. But for two years, I really just went back and forth and it was so it was, I, I truly know in my heart that I made the right decision. Um, it just took me two years to finally take that leap of faith. And it was truly a leap of faith. It was, there was a lot of prayer. There was a lot of, then there was, you know, the list making the pros and the cons and the, it really just came down to, um, one person support. And I, that had to be my husband, of course. And, uh, there was a lot of people that really felt like I was probably making the wrong decision, <laughs> family and friends. Um, but we felt like we were doing the right thing for our family and we didn't know what it was going to look like. Uh, my husband just, he liked to say, well, we can make this work. You're just going to have to turn your wants into needs. Like you're going to have to reverse <laughs> kind of what, you know, how you spend your money and things like that. And, um, so I, it was funny though, because in that time, in, in my travels and in the people that I met and dealt with, I kept running into all these people that I kept running into other salespeople whose wives were home with their kids and like they homeschooled. Like, I'm serious. It kept coming up over and I don't know. There was just all these signs, I, if you want to call it that. I felt like God was just nudging me saying like, uh, this is really what I want you to do. <laughs> and I know it's very scary, but I just need you to trust me. And so when I finally, there was just 
peace about it. You know, when you when you're trying to make a big decision and you just finally have that complete peace, and that's what I had. So that's what I did. I quit my very good job and gave up the car keys, the truck keys, and the gas card and the benefits, <laughs> and came home and really did not have a plan B. But in that time, I also once I came home, um, uh, the kids were like. I want to say, what were they, like five and two, six and three, five and two, something like that. Um, I found in that time being able to be home and focus more on them and even myself, really, I found that I had some passions that I had never tapped into, and those were photography and writing. So I started a photography business. I taught myself how to, you know, shoot in manual. I bought myself what I call my big girl camera. Uh, DSLR. My mother was an avid photographer and um, was always the one taking pictures and loved taking pictures. I mean, I'm just so blessed to have so many photos from growing up. And so I really think, you know, a part of that love came from my mom, who I lost when I graduated college, um, right after I graduated college. So I feel like that was another way to kind of keep her memory alive through me too. So I started a photography business and that was a little bit of money. Not a lot, but it, you know, it led to one thing and then another. I started doing some weddings, which helped more because they, they were more and I, I got better the more I did and, and I enjoyed that. And then one day after church of all things, I came home and I just really felt this strong pull. <laughs> I still, I wish I could go back and I should have kind of like diaried it out or something, but I just felt this strong desire to just write to like sum up what the sermon was about that day. And I honestly wish I could remember now. I don't, I need to go back and find that very first blog post because I don't remember. <laughs> I should remember, but I just remember that strong pull to like get some words down. And so I got, I remember sitting on my bed with my laptop and getting, I had no idea what I was doing. I went, I was looking up blog or website and I, I got on Word, WordPress and created a free WordPress site and started writing. And at that time that was really pre Instagram or I was, I'm always a late adopter to anything and everything <laughs> technical. So I was probably the last person in the state on Instagram. But at the time I was, I was on Facebook. So I shared, you know, my blog post and all five members of my family that saw it, liked it. And a few people shared it. And <laughs> I just, I just started doing more of that kind of writing. Um, in the beginning, it was more kind of like based on that, like what from sermons or what I was reading or studying with friends, um, more spiritual based. And it's kind of ebbed and flowed into more farming based now, but I, they still go hand in hand, I believe. And what I found when I started sharing more was that I was, it was a way for me to get out. Um, well, it was kind of therapy, I guess, for me, and also a way for me to share what the farm was teaching me, because everything here was new to me. Everything I was doing now on a daily basis was completely new, and I was learning, and what I found was that the, the farm, what I was learning on the farm could relate so much to life in general, so it wasn't, it wasn't just the lessons that the farm has and continues to teach me and our children is not just farm related. I feel like there's so many life lessons here and so much that relates to life in general. And I love how it all 
how God weaves all that together and has given me the ability to kind of share this life that I've grown to love so much and feel like I'm, you know, an actual valued asset around here now. <laughs> um, but most days, I mean. <laughs> well, you look like you know what you're doing, if that helps. <laughs> I'm just so curious. Um, that's a big shift. And, you know, some of our listeners today may be in the middle of, you know, praying about making a big leap in their lives where, you know, there isn't a plan B. What, what gave you the courage to make that leap, Meredith? I mean, honestly, it was just, it was, it was scary. And I know it is. I know how scary it is. That's why I said it, it took me two full years. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, looking back, I'm like, gosh, I should have quit sooner if I just known. And that's just, that's the hard part, right? Not knowing. It's just trusting. And when, like I said, when I just really came to that moment where I had peace about it, I, and I mean, it's like, I guess, you know, you think about that scripture, peace that surpasses all understanding, like you don't, you yeah. just know, I mean, I just knew, I just yeah. really felt like this is going to be like, we're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Like, we're not going to starve. Now, granted, I live on a farm and we have a freezer full of beef. So I felt safe that we weren't going <laughs> <laughs> we to starve. But there was, you know, there was the insurance. That was a big scary thing. And I mean, honestly, we went for years without insurance. Luckily, I have since learned about like Christian, I use Christian Care Ministry, share, you know, that. Um, can't remember the name of it right now but I mean there's there's alternatives and options out there I feel like that you know yes. when God is leading you one way he's gonna like he's gonna make the he's gonna make a way that's right <laughs> so he does we can't it's so we want to I mean I do I say I shouldn't say we I'm not gonna lump us all together but I know like I can I want to look five years ahead or you know I want to look 20 steps ahead and know exactly where I'm going to be and make and know that everything's going to be safe and secure and this and that. And like, that's not what we're called to do. Like we're just, I feel like anyway, just called to take like one step at a time. Cause that's, that's really in the end, that's how we get where we're going is like one step after the other, after the other, after the other. And then I love being able to turn around every now and then and look back and see how far I've come and see how far God's brought me and the things that he's done and allowed to happen and that I never, ever, ever saw coming, like kind of what we're doing now and <laughs> that I never saw coming as a part of this life and how it's yes. all morphed into different things, but. Um, well, that's a beautiful, like that. <laughs> yeah, he, that's a beautiful testimony of his faithfulness when he's prompting you to do something and you, you know, you're supposed to take that next step right. for sure. Well, you talk about how the farm, you know, teaches you things. Mm -hmm. Has the Lord taught you anything through farming? I know he has, but what are some of the things oh, that sure. he teaches you or has taught you through, through farm life? Um, oh gosh, yeah, there's so many, so many things. Uh, I mean, the one thing about farming I love between the crops and um, the animals is seeing the whole cycle of life and how you know what it takes, how we go from birth to to fully living to death, and how like everything just 
everything cycles here every like on an annual basis with the calves and with the crops and how he is in all of it and how we can't have one season here without the next like I really struggle through winter really struggle because <laughs> it's it's just gross it's cold and it's muddy and we have to feed calves every day and i this past winter, I really struggled. I feel like the last couple of months, I've just come out of this kind of dark place, honestly. I feel like I'm finally kind of catching my breath again. But um, I feel like this year, especially, he reminded me that, um, golly, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> um, those seasons of, um, maybe it seems like stagnancy or dormancy and... I don't know, depression, despair, whatever it is. Um, sometimes we need, we need those times of stillness and quiet. And we, those are actually periods of growth. I feel like, I feel like you just reminded me through the winter this year that without the winter and without the, even the hardships, and we face a lot of hardships here between drought and flooding. And I mean, just it's feast or famine. It seems like so much, uh, without that, that we don't have spring, you know, then we don't have summer and, and then we don't have fall and like how, just how all the seasons relate and how I feel like that's so symbiotic as well with life and seasons in life and, and hardships and being able to, I know for me, like some of the best times are when we come together and we're working together as a family, like just yesterday or the day before yesterday we worked cows all day and it was no yeah it was and it was on Sunday and I had to miss church and I was already like and it was hot and it was uh it's a lot of work and but at the end of the day knowing and seeing what we were able to accomplish together is also is so rewarding and um just how all those things kind of work together and how his hand is in all of them and Oh my gosh, I don't know. There, there's been a million lessons of just learning that I am more capable than I think, you know, like I'm able to do things that I never would have thought I could have done. And I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be able to do that without his, <laughs> without his help and giving me the strength and the capabilities and the mind and the foresight and, you know, like, I've never yeah. really considered myself a smart, smart person. That sounds bad, but like, I'm not like, uh, I have my moments. I've been, I've been turned the airhead or the whatever, but <laughs> you know, I'm doing this and I'm, I might mess up, but I'm still learning. Like in God, God has given me the ability to do what I'm doing and to learn from my mistakes and improve and, be like I said, be an asset here, and um, and then just raising kids here is just amazing. And I, I've like this, like I say, I wasn't raised this way, and I know my kids, our kids right now, don't appreciate it for what it is because they're still so young. But I know one day they, they will, and whether they stay here or not, and I kind of doubt they will. I hope they stick around. I hope they at least just live on the farm. I've told them I don't care what you do, just you gotta stay with mama. <laughs> <laughs> you can build a house here just raise your babies here whatever but um, 
I know what they're learning here too is gonna go with them wherever they go and whatever they do and it's gonna benefit them I think yes no doubt it will and I love how you describe that you know it's the seasons like you're physically living and working in the seasons and boy isn't that right we can't have one without the other and sometimes we're in a season like metaphorically but also a season (laughs) that we're ready just to move on from Mm -hmm. but we have to sit in that season and it serves a purpose right Right. for the next right you get to live and breathe that I say get to because a lot of us don't what you do is essential you know (laughs) to to to, us all I'm glad you said that I I I mentioned that in a talk recently how I it's important I think to have that mindset you know what do I get to do today not what do I have to do today and so um turning that turning that I love that uh analogy and that thought that thinking about what we get to do instead of what we have to do and being thankful for what we get to do. I think that's so important. I'm speaking to myself too, for all of us, because, you know, we can get so wrapped up in the, um, the routine and the mundane, even of things we were once excited about and, um, and we can forget, you know, our why or forget that we actually, this is a privilege to do what we're doing and an honor, especially when our hearts are turned towards the Lord and we're following in his footsteps of uh, we're obeying and, and following out his plans for our lives because ultimately we're here because he put us here for a plan and a purpose and he's working that out and and he's with us on the journey right and so I know it took courage to make this big leap and in that um, I'm sure you know there was some fear to overcome I I think you wrote a couple articles on your blog about fear do you want to share as we start to come to a close here an area where the Lord has helped you to overcome fear Oh gosh. Yeah. That's a big one. (laughs) Um, so many, uh, I've talked about this too recently and I I have written about it a couple of times and I've talked about it. Um, like there's been so many, so many times here on the farm where, I mean, so that was the fear of quitting my job. And then there's like literal fear here for me very often (laughs) doing things that I don't want to do or I'm scared to do with big equipment and hauling hay and just driving things that I would never see myself doing. And I have a husband who doesn't, you know, can't isn't a word for him. It's like, you're, you have to do it because I need your help. And so you're just going to have to get in that truck or tractor and just, you can, you're just going to do it. <laughs> and, um, and that's kind of like, it's kind of been like trial by fire. in a lot of ways. It's just like a matter of doing it. Um, just stepping out and doing it. And like I say, you know, yeah, have I messed up? Yes. I mean, luckily there hasn't been any like major bodily injury or (laughs) I haven't hurt anybody or myself or wrecked anything too bad. I'm not going to say I haven't messed up some equipment because I have, but, um, just, just taking that leap of faith and just get, just doing it. I mean, the only way through or the only way past fear is through it 
I think. I think we just have to, it's just something that we have to work through, walk through, and, um, you know, realize that there is uh, freedom on the other side of fear. Um, and it's different for everybody getting through that, but it's just a matter, it's just, and it's just like with anything else, when people ask me, well, uh, how did, you know, whether it comes to photography or me starting my YouTube channel or starting an online store, like all these things, like, well, how do you do it? I'm like, you just start, you just have to, and I know that sounds cliche and people say it all the time, but literally it's just about taking that first step <laughs> that doesn't have to be perfect. And I think um, that's another lesson I've learned too over the years and doing learning. I, I never would have considered or thought I would call myself an entrepreneur, but that's, I mean, that's what I am. I've started businesses and done things and it's just a matter of starting. And I mean, yes, if I could go back and talk to myself, I would spend a lot less money and I would worry a lot less about things. You know, I would just do it, <laughs> get better at it and keep doing it and learning from my mistakes. But I mean, that's part of it too. I think obviously that's part of the process as we go is just Making, whether it's making mistakes or doing something not not quite the right way, but that's how we learn too. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe I, maybe I would be best not to go back and <laughs> try to tell myself what to do different because then I wouldn't have learned. Well, <laughs> it is a journey for sure. And, you know, just start, take the next step. And as far as, you know, fear goes, we know that the Lord provides peace for us and there's scripture we can count on and rely on his word is our assurance that we don't have to live in fear but that but that not in your stomach do i take that leave and you're saying just do it and and i agree boy don't we overthink it so many times <laughs> or wait till we think we have it perfect when it just just take the next step. He will show you the way and you will learn your craft. You will learn your business, whatever it is that you're stepping out into. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Well, um, before we come to a close, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what they can find on your website and the best way to connect with you, Meredith. Sure. You can find me everywhere online. Um, my username is this farm wife and my website is this farm wife.com. And, uh, so one of the biggest things we do, or I do, <laughs> we do as a family, but I do the editing and everything. We have a YouTube channel. So we're, that's basically a daily vlog where I'm showing it's a vlog with, it's like a blog with a V. So it's like a video blog, um, just sharing our life and what we do here on the farm and have been absolutely floored at, um, the community that has been built there and how many people were able to reach uh, across the around the world, honestly, and share the story of our, our farm and our family and our faith and um, kind of giving people a, a true view of where their food and fiber comes from on a small family farm. And then I love to cook. I, and we do raise beef. So I cook beef pretty much every single day of the year. And <laughs> so I share a lot of <laughs> cooking um, through my videos and I have recipes on the blog and on the website. And then I started an online stores because I also love 
um, puns. I just, I don't know. I put things on t-shirts and um, <laughs> it's grown. <laughs> it grew from like five t-shirts to like over 200 or some products in my store now. And so I've got t-shirts and hats and bags and handmade pottery and not that not made by me, but made, made yeah. by a really awesome guy. <laughs> Whew, I'm glad to know I you don't do pottery too. I was about yeah, to say. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Now you have some really cute stuff online. Thank you. So there's a, yeah, go, go check that out and see, see and connect. I'd love to connect with anybody. So I'm on Instagram the most probably I do have Facebook too. do Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And that's kind of, I haven't, I, you know, I think I did like three TikToks. I'm just too old for that. Or I just, I don't, I don't really care about it. I can't You've got everything. the rest covered. I wouldn't I worry can't, about I it. Can't, I can't do everything. So that's no. Love it. Love it. Well, we'll put these links in the show notes as well, Meredith, so our audience can find you. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast. Um, I know um, your message has inspired our listeners uh, and encouraged them to take that step. And um, you know that the life is in seasons and we we all go through it. <laughs> Not one of us is exempt from this cycle of seasons, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, be sure to check out the show notes. Connect with Meredith um, at uh, where wherever you want to connect with her on Instagram, on the website, on her vlog. Um, I follow her on Instagram. Love it. Love the content. And be sure and check out SheLivesFearless.com while you're at it. We're launching registration soon for our 2023 conference weekends where we can't wait to come to multiple cities across the U.S. to gather with you and be in the presence of the Lord, to worship, to hear amazing teachings and just really take time to meaningfully connect with others and hear from god so be sure and check that out thank you for tuning in and we will be back with you again next tuesday thanks so much for listening to the show we are here for you you can find me super easy at holly a newton on instagram and holly newton official on facebook i'd love to connect with you and hear how the show is encouraging you and let's help others find the show so that they can also be encouraged in their purpose and passions there's a couple of ways you can do that one by subscribing and another is by rating and reviewing the show wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and two you can even screenshot share in your stories text it to your friends and family and be sure to tag me at holly a newton on the socials so we can connect.